you're listening to the Boo Boys Podcast. Alright, well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Kelly. I'm Daniel. And we're the Boo Boys, finally back in action all together once again for your favorite kind of content, the kind that makes no sense. And, uh, I mean, this episode's not going to make any more sense than any other episode we've ever had, because this one is specifically about time travel and or multiverse theory and or crazy people, so... Sit back, relax, and decide whether or not you want to believe that these people really did travel through time. I'm already I'm, invested. I'm yeah. sure they did. You think they you're did? Yeah. I think no, they did. I'm sure they did. Oh, wow. Well, you just wait, bucko. I've got some information I think you're really going to find interesting. I'm sure they did travel through time now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I can change on the pin of a needle. So, but they have scientific evidence. I'm sure they did travel through time now. One of them okay. met Mark Hamill. Oh my god. I'm sure they didn't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mark Hamill doesn't seem the type to interact with time travelers. Exactly. He supposedly met Mark Hamill in 1953 in Hawaii. How old was he? He was alive, right? Like five? Yeah, wait. He must have like, like been like a baby. Does the researcher <laughs> met Mark like, Hamill? Do we not like yeah, go further yeah. in there? <laughs> there's a, there's he, never, a, he just said that he thought he met Mark Hamill. There's a, a like kid? Because Mark Hamill was... There's no information about how or what kind of Mark Hamill he met. What kind of Mark <laughs> Hamill? It's he just claims like, that while he was in Hawaii in 1953 or whatever, he met Mark Hamill. It could have been okay, a totally different Mark Hamill. Just happened to be the same name. The heck, well, because when the first Star Wars came out in 77, Mark Hamill was only like 19 or 20. Yeah, you're right. So in like no, he would have been like negative. He would have been like two... <laughs> Maybe he like simplified the baby and was Maybe. just like, "You'll be a you part will of be the Luke." Do the Simba scene. He is your father. Do the Simba scene, but it plays the Star Wars Simba. music when he lifts him over the cliff. Da, 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 da. Oh, the here. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> right, you guys ready to hear about the first guy? Yes. Sure. All right. So our first guy's name is Jofar Boren or Joseph Boren, depending on who you ask. Jofar Boren. Okay. I want to say his name is like Joker. Joker. Like I go, <laughs> Joker. But, Joker, Joker. but I'm pretty certain that's not the case. Joker. I'm like yeah. 99.8.765. Sure. That Maybe. it's not. <laughs> Interesting. Why'd you pick that number? Oh, because it's just down. Oh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's not adding up in your mind. No, it's not. <laughs> Joe Farr. Jofar, Jofer. like like Jofer, like Return like of Jofar. Jofar's <laughs> <laughs> evil cousin. Yeah. Jofer. <laughs> More evil. Wow. All right, let's get back on topic here. Jofer. So Jofer <laughs> was found wandering around a small village near Frankfurt, Germany, and he basically spoke just a little bit of broken German and claimed to have known two other languages called Luxarian and Ramian. <laughs> What? what? Is he is he like a is Star Trek fan? Go on. Uh-huh. Luxarian. <laughs> All right. So go on. he was not sure how he arrived in the small village, and when questioned about where he was from, he claimed to have been he claimed to have been from a country called Luxaria, located within the region Sacria. Nice. He also said like that Sangria. there was a place that it like this location was across an ocean from Europe, like when pointed out uh-huh. a map. But there was no place at that time that even matched that. So he wasn't really sure, like, what kind of map they were showing him. Because he was like, well, this is where it normally is, but, uh, it's not here. <laughs> so, 
Um, he claimed that he was actually in pursuit of his long-lost brother and that he had ended up in a shipwreck and could not actually point out on a map like where his ship was supposed to go from and to. And he claimed that all the maps were wrong and that the continents were named improperly. He said that Africa should have been called Leclerc, Asia should have been Asler, uh, Australia should have been Osler. Uh, <laughs> Is everything's based on the looks, looks area? <laughs> Europe should be Euplar. Euplar. <laughs> and there is no South or North America. And She's gone. The, there was no information. He didn't so, have any other information about this, like, Sakria place. Was he, like, supposed to be from the future and, like, these places no longer well, existed? So many claimed... And had new names? <laughs> so many claimed that at the time that he was purely just, like, a lunatic, had yeah. no idea what he's talking about, like, clearly had just brain damage, and that's why he thought these random languages were real languages. But the people in Germany, like, the, the higher-ups were like, mm, that sounds pretty weird. And he's got, like, a weird enough, specific enough background information that we're just gonna do a couple of little test fruities. And uh, so they took him to Berlin, and then he just disappeared. Wait, he was wait. never heard from again. Wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? So he, so they took him, and then he lost him. I mean, so, he wasn't a prisoner. Did, did they explain how they took him? Like, was it like by prison? They were just like, we're gonna, or? we're gonna go and do some more research on this man. And he was like, nah. Peace no, out. he went with them. He, he went to Berlin. Oh, he they, they and then nobody ever heard from him ever again. I see. And there's never been any research information conducted. Like, you can find papers where people talk about how he, like, showed up to the village. And there's, like, good books and stuff written mm-hmm. about it. Uh-huh. But there's no research in Berlin about him. I see. So he just disappeared the off the trail and That's weird. I mean, when yeah. When did he appear in Frankfurt? In uh, the 1800s. Interesting. He was just, like, a nomad? He, so he had, like, a name that was Luxerian or whatever? Jafar. Oh, yeah. Jofer, yeah. Jofer. <laughs> the common he was from a country that didn't exist, claimed the maps were incorrect, and they Looking were all named wrong. Brother. Interesting. All wrong. Schizophrenia looks like, funny through the lens of the past. You're kind of weird, dude. And so they took him to Berlin, and nobody ever heard from him again. Well, you know, it can happen sometimes. It just they happens. Just take you, you to know. the capital, and then you just go, oh, you just disappear. Yeah, no? yeah be. you like, oh, United States is actually called U, U, Ustat. Ustat. You know, Ustat. And then Mexico is Mako. Mako. So, and then, and then, and then, uh, and then the president's just like, yo, what's up? Come here. Come to the capital. Yo, what's up? And then, he was boom, like, nah. Your, your trail Bye. goes cold. That sounds, you know, I mean, if, uh, if he was a time travel, I would assume he would be from before, uh, you know, uh, the Americas like broke off the continents. The before times? Yeah, the before times. But then in that case, uh, Africa and Europe would probably be together still. So it would be like one super continent. So he would have also said, like, you know, oh, why is this all separated? You know, this all should be you know, together. What's wrong with the map? Um, if that was the case, I think it would be a lot more convincing. But it sounds like he just like went to Well, and well when some people believe they wouldn't have known it was a super continent. Well, he also looked at a map and just said that all the continents were named wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And you just <laughs> yeah. said the name of these continents. Like, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, yeah, sure. Like, he just made, yeah. You know, they all sound very suspiciously, suspiciously similar to what yeah. they're actually named. Yeah. <laughs> just a flyer. Alas. Flare. Or a flare or whatever. A fly. A fly, yeah. Flare. Well, so some people think that he was just like a crazy dude that may have suffered some kind of brain damage in a shipwreck. Probably. Some people think maybe he's from a multiverse. 
where like he's from a place that is like not Earth but slightly Earth. Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, to the just a different. Uh, I like how it just springboarded from potential brain damage to <laughs> multiverse. multiverse. <laughs> well, yeah. Like that's whiplash right there. Well, yeah. So like they're thinking, well, because he's so invested in the idea of these countries being different, and like they they had a different form of Christianity and they spoke different languages and stuff, that potentially this could be a break off of what our universe may have been at one point in time, and just something else happened in history that allowed it to form into whatever it is now. Did a gorilla die before his appearance? He doesn't know. Damn. Yeah, we don't. No know. one has researched <laughs> this individual <laughs> to this true. extent, Daniel. That's true. Well, they just have social media that just spread everywhere. Right? I see. It well, didn't go viral. That ye old bulletin board. Um, what would be like? What's uh? How does old English sound? It's like, Rambeus died yesterday. Hint. And then, boom, this guy appears. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm from Lax, Laxuria, whatever. Luxuria. Luxoria. Well, you can't pronounce it either. Luxoria, which is based off the game Luxor, which is a great game. And then they also speak some, like, Star Trek uh, Star Trek language. None of us can remember what it's called. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Luxoria. Surprised, Surprised nobody spoke Klingon. <laughs> yeah, it sounded somewhat like Klingon. Yeah. Maybe he really was from the future. And Star Trek becomes reality. That's a weird theory. That could be another theory. What? Like it literally is just like Star Trek, and like he beamed down Tarpley. Oh, yeah. And he was like, "Wait a minute! Oh, I'm <laughs> supposed to be on Earth. I'm on Earth. <laughs> Shit. Ew. Fuck. All right. That's good. Sorry. I'm out. Take your Berlin. It's like baby backup. Is this? Uh, it's not Africa. It's all. Oh, oh shit. Oh no, it's not a flower. It's supposed to be Africa. Or can't even talk correctly. <laughs> right. That was... So, that was a fun one. Yeah. What do you guys think? I have a lot of questions. You really like, don't think he was a time traveler? No. I think this dude hit his head and, like, he got brain damage and he just got really confused. And since it's the 1800s and nobody was really keeping track of stuff, because, like, they can't even answer how he was transported to Berlin, I think the dude just, like, died. Like, yeah. he just died. All right. So time travel. <laughs> Our next guy, he's a little bit of a doozy, and I'm actually going to have to flip back and forth between some stuff. I've written down a mm. big article that I found and some other random stuff because there was just so much that I was like, I can't write all this down. And then also it turned out that I actually had like already written on another page closer to what research I was already starting on, so it was like blocking from remembering. So mm-hmm. I just decided I was going to read from the specific article and we would just chat about it that way. But this guy is an absolute doozy, and it actually took me a couple of times of going through the information to actually determine what was really happening because it is not written out in a very concise way where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, A, B, C happened. It's like A and then E and then some B happened and then C happened yesterday, but then it's also happening tomorrow as well. So mm-hmm. like, just make sure you keep an eye on it for F because it's getting crazy out here. So <laughs> it's like, what in the absolute shit fuck? So far, we are on a time travel plot. It's honest to God, like, this guy's fucking insane. So, um, his name is Al, and I'm gonna fuck up his last name, but Bilek? 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 Ivy, what you got? I go Bilek. Bilek? B-I-E-L-E-K. It looks vaguely German. Bilek. Well, he's American. So fuck up. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna say I got a list of German last. Germans got the Americans. trademark on all time travel. I'll be like, interesting. Yeah, I'll be like, all right. 
I'll be licking you. <laughs> okay. All right. Cut. <laughs> All right, Hold yeah. On. All right. That was. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lesbian. Be home. Oh, what is up to a milk? This guy's Mr. Uh-huh. Al here. He's an odd dude. He was born in 1927. And he was a weird kid. He claims that his. There, um, there's a lot of he claims going to happen here. So uh-huh. you're going to okay. need to take that with a grain of salt because I had read this from his personal website uh-huh. that was created prior to his death. So it's a lot of. Anyway, let's get back on topic. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So. Remember, he's going to state that he claims a lot of things, and you just have to take it out with a grain of salt because this is coming directly from him. I did not get this from, like, other websites. There are things I will read from another website later, but this is specifically from his own personal website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he stated that at the age of nine months old, he remembers being at a Christmas party, being completely able to understand the conversation, and, like, remembers it to this day. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, sure. And as he got older, he was considered a walking encyclopedia because he was just so dang smart. Encyclopedia Brown. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And while he was in high school, he took an electronics test held by the Navy, who very quickly recruited him after just passing one test because they really needed those people during the war. Yeah. Which, honestly, I could believe Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, they recruit kids that can do pull-ups, like, I mean, right? Yeah. I feel like even that, taking yeah. an electronics test is deeper recruitment than the pull-up test. Mm-hmm. The highest bar for the military is the chin-up bar. Exactly. <laughs> you, you had that in high school? Well, I also had a full-ride yeah. scholarship with the Marines, so. <laughs> Did you pass the pull-up test? Well, yeah, that was part of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bet? So you did pass it. Like, how many yeah. could you do? I maxed out the PFT. I did full. Wow. That's like, why they recruited him. Congratulations. Well, it, was, like, it was after I got the scholarship. That was not for that. Nope. So after he was able to uh, pass that crazy test and the military, the Navy basically just, like, scooped him up, uh, he started working on, like, multiple contracts for the military and supposedly began to unravel the truth around him. Oh. And over time, he began to work on things that revolved around like extraterrestrials uh-huh. and psychics, and soon really strange things started to happen around him. It's he truth was, with a capital T. The <laughs> truth, he was yeah. Recruited into the Montauk Project undercover, oh, God. where he worked a day job and then at night would have to carry out duties on Long Island. Mm-hmm. The Montauk Project. Yeah. That's oh, the. Those are the events that inspired Stranger Things. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Hawkins that. is like a fictional. Um, yeah, uh-huh. it's also what led to the Philadelphia Experiment, which was an alleged military experiment supposed to have carried out by the Navy, um, basically to cloak or make a ship invisible to enemy devices. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Experiment. Okay, I didn't know that. Interesting. But the U.S. Navy claims that no experiment was ever conducted and the details of the story are totally made up. Mm-hmm. Oh, the details of his story. No, no, no oh, just, oh, just, oh, okay, gotcha. And that the alleged story. claims go <laughs> against the laws of physics, and they would never even attempt that. Yeah, yeah. okay, so they're in saying like it's... 1943. Yeah, they're yeah, saying they would like never, never try that. would have tried that. <laughs> never would have tried that. Side from the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what they said, like, gotta hide this from the Nazis. Exactly, <laughs> so the <laughs> thing is, Al supposedly worked on the U.S. Eldridge, okay. USS Eldridge which was the ship that yeah. did conduct the Philadelphia experiment. I see. And he claims that some weird shit kind of happened while he was there, and his mind was actually wiped. 
But while he worked on the ship, he claims that one day in August, on August 13th, 1943, to be exact, he and his brother had had some odd happenings on the USS Eldridge, and they jumped safely from the ship into the water, and as they landed, they landed into the year 2137. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay. Nice. Yeah. While in 2137, Al was treated for radiation injuries and had an, an advanced series of treatments that relied on vibration and light. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So he was the karate kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's more... Uh, the entertainment in the hospital was solely educational and news programming, the only choice of TV in the entire world. Wow. News? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there was no entertainment. It's just news. Literally just news, news and education. So had undergone a rapid change. He landed in 2137 and discovered that geographical shifts had transformed the globe. The coastlines of every continent had changed dramatically. Florida disappeared except for the panhandle. Easily the worst part, says this. Uh, <laughs> Easily the worst part. <laughs> Florida man somehow still survives. God damn it. The Great Lakes were just one Great Lake, and Atlanta was three miles from the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, he's, so, I mean, that's pretty plausible. He's yeah. just describing climate change. Yeah. In 2137, Al said that the United States infrastructure had been completely destroyed, and the central government was a total thing of the past. Both Canada and the U.S. were gone, ruled over by a kind of locally enforced martial law. Interesting. It's pretty lovely. I don't know. I feel like Canada would probably outlast us. You know how cheap the houses would be? Pretty good. With martial <laughs> law running around? Yeah. You need to set your own price. Or kill someone for a state machete. Yeah, or yeah, just, yeah, you know. Yeah. He claims it's that free. the world population had diminished. Now, oh, this I'm is sure. where his plans really start to have fall through, I'd say. According to Al, around 2005, the United States and Europe had banded together to fight off the, uh, the combined threat of China and Russia, resulting in a war killing billions of people. Oh, yeah. The total population of the world would only be 300 million and essentially ruined the world's government. You know, probably... So you're going to mess on that one. He was probably missing it by, like, 100 years. He's probably 2001 by. Maybe. Because, <laughs> well, 2000, yeah, 2100, 2105. Yeah, so How do you say 25? 25, no, 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 no. This, that's way too far. Yeah, so, so it would be 2105. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Yeah. Oh, because in the future, right? I mean, the world is all the like all the coastal like yeah. uh, rode away, billions of people were displaced and probably die. So now this has no explanation to it, but it is another story from him. Okay. He claims that he was sent forward to the year twenty seven forty nine. Okay. <laughs> How was he able to do oh, wow. that without the Philadelphia boat? Yeah. The USS Eldridge. Not sure, but this is just a story he claims to have. All right. Uh, there he stayed for two years before being transported back to twenty one thirty seven his brother specifically. Mm. Oh. In 2749, the world has adapted technology to build mobile floating cities. Ooh. The government of any kind was non-existent. Everything was run by an AI called the Synthetic Intelligence Computer System that worked telepathically. That's pretty cool. Nice. Computer in your brain. I mean, these all sound, I mean... Al stated that there were no wars in 2749 because according to him, wars were practically impossible. There were no military or soldiers, navy, or air force, so any conflict between countries was irrelevant. Irrelevant. Not even gonna fight about it. 
I see. So everyone just lives on like floating cities and they just don't fight no, each other. With a telepathic supercomputer. I don't know. It's a very interesting turn. I wouldn't really expect it to go with that way. But... <laughs> I feel like, I mean, unless you grow up with it, it's whatever. But like, if you had to learn telepathy, how hard would it be to like not have people just knowing your every thought? I mean, I assume. If you're not actively like guarding it. If they have like hundreds of years of technological advancement. And it's like at the same pace that we've had it for the last hundred years. I assume that they have just an on-off switch. <laughs> you know, like they like it, maybe you have to pay, like just like you pair with like right Bluetooth devices. Yeah, you probably have to pair with someone. Like I mean, there are the times that my phone will pair to my car when I'm getting it worked on and stuff, and I'm trying to like listen to music or watch something, and then I realize it's playing while my car is being worked on. And I'm like, ooh. So yeah, I mean the same thing, right? So like yeah, you'll no, be like, oh, I'm actually. Yeah, so I'm like I'm like accidentally. The army, yeah. you know, the navy and all them. You have like you know your telepathic supercomputer IT folks. Just, exactly. You know, basically run the world, I guess. Like yeah, like, I guess. I mean, it's like AI they control they the are freaking the god of your world. Yeah, like, yeah, they are the god. They just make you listen to porn. It's <laughs> <laughs> your punishment. One troll gets through the background check, and everybody remembers the porn incident. Yep. Yeah. The um, uh, does he at all give context? Like, is the entire world now an ocean? Or he just says we're just on the we're world. He just says that they're all floating. Okay. Now this one I feel like is kind of dumb, but you know it's whatever. Um, oh, that's promising. Al <laughs> reported that there was no needed money in 2749. Simply, there was no need to have it, and everyone had their own credits. The blockchain allowed them to buy anything and everything they wanted at any time. It's the that's it's the blockchain. Money, uh huh. Credits well, are still like. Still it's still a, currency. Yeah. It's probably like, a UBI. Like having coins and pence and gold and chickens, that's still technically currency. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's not paper money, but it's still fucking money. Yeah, he probably just didn't understand it. He's like, wow, you could have credits instead of physical things to give other people well, for physical things? Wow, Amazing. that's not money anymore. Well, in that time, didn't they just have like... I mean, they, they just started getting credit cards. The right? idea that you would be amazed at a barter system is ridiculous well a credit system rather no it's not no, no no it's not it's not even it's not even a barter system it's like uh, you would be amazed at like the fact that no one has paper money anymore and like everything is credit and tied to like your personal i don't know i mean we have that now technically yeah i know we but all this have, is like electronic banking but, but didn't he live in like the 19th? yes yeah exactly so but he's in the future you would think that they would just be like yeah all of our money is now electronic yeah, but but I'm I guess I'm I'm not surprised that he's surprised that it's like all now electronic and in okay, your mind. But like this guy is supposed to be smart and his idea of saying money is not needed and then saying that there's credits to buy shit. Like yeah. that's you're still literally currency. that's literally the issue. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. fact oh, that I you're see. stupid enough to not comprehend that money doesn't have to be the one specific source to buy things. I see. Because I see. if you look at the past mm-hmm. before paper money was mm-hmm. a thing We've always had something to offer. You always have to give something for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was also the guy that got 2005 wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, like, come on. So yeah, 2105, Give him a little yeah. bit of leeway here. He got that one wrong. Yeah. Maybe so, this one was wrong, too. So at this point, Al was sent back from 2749 <laughs> to 2137 to pick up his brother. Just, right? just he, no, no explanation as to why. Okay. He's got a guy picked up from the airport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right. I'll be, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. He gets to his brother. Yeah. They both are transported Ooh. to 
1984. Oh, this guy can't catch a break. Honestly. So they started off in the 40s, and then they went to 2137, and then 2749, and now 1940 or 1984, where they meet Dr. John Van Neumann, who convinces the men to travel back to their original time of 1943. So apparently these guys just like have a clicker, and they can just be like, okay, yeah, we'll just go back. It sounds like a wacky adventure movie. This is like the worst Bill and Ted's I've ever heard. So this doctor guy is like, you should go back to like your normal time, because you're lost. Like, uh-huh. like you should. You lost here. in the sauce. And then he was like, <laughs> he was like, you should go back and stop the Philadelphia experiment from ever happening. And the men agreed, went back, and got the job done. And that's why the Navy now says that the Philadelphia experiment never happened. There was no interesting uh-huh. experiment. So, but then this paradox. So he like just thrust because us into the another timeline. Happened. He got tossed through time, and then he got sent back in time to stop. Yeah. He should have flipped out of existence. <laughs> he did. He did the grandfather paradox yeah. perfectly. After his time with all of that, he kind of was like, "I'm just gonna go fiddle around with electronics Ooh. and not worry about this." Ooh. But because he Diddle. was still working for the military, they started like having him work on electronics, supposedly adapting alien technology. Oh shit! And from the Roswell trying crash, trying to forward research. That was prior to the Roswell crash. Forwarding research with psychic operations. Nice. Psionic. This was right before he got added onto the Montauk Project. Oh, okay. Um, He got added onto the Montauk Project after he, um, like, moved to California. Basically was renowned because they were like, you're so cool, you're so smart, man. And... And they're like handing you like an alien piece of technology. Right, right, right. Blah, 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 Daniel. <laughs> you're so cool and so smart. He would go and work a normal job, and then at night he'd go moonlight work with Montauk Project. And what they were building was a time tunnel that they basically Ooh. just used to teleport back and forth from his like apartment to like the uh, tunnel thing. Beam me to 69, Scotty. Your Woodstock. 69 AD. <laughs> Uh, okay. So we're gonna take a pause here, Wait. and I'm gonna let you know some other little details okay. before what? I get into the crazy shit. Oh, that's oh, that not the crazy, crazy shit. Is this, is this for the extended cut when we uh, inevitably start selling DVDs? <laughs> <laughs> the director's cut. All right. Okay. So I have to introduce a new. Oh His name is Ed Cameron. Hey. And Ed went to Princeton in 1932. He finished up his education with a PhD at Harvard in 1939. And I don't know how you switch from one to the other necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like those are two like pristine colleges. Maybe it was different back in those days. But um, he met a man named Dr. John Von Neumann at ah. his first Princeton meeting. And that would change the course of his life. After Ed left Harvard, both Ed and his brother Duncan were recruited to work in the Navy in September of 1939. It's a 90-day training school uh, and left with a lieutenant ranking. Uh, Dr. John then recruited both him and his brother to work on the Project Invisibility Rainbow Project. Before starting the project, both of them had to relearn Uh. physics. And Dr. John Newman basically taught them about gravity and time and quantum physics and how it all technically works. Wow. So they knew all that back then. That's yeah. crazy. Ed needed to know to, the to learn the theory behind invisibility so he could accurate, accurately report it to the Navy and progress the experiment. 
And while working on this project, Ed got to meet Tesla and Albert Einstein. Hey. Both were in. And this is from, again, that website that has this actual information from them directly. I see. So, so it's just like kind of cuts into ice. from Ed. So um, <laughs> Ed states he met Albert Einstein and Tesla, and both were heavily involved in developing the mathematical theories behind the project. Mm-hmm. In September of 1940, the first test of invisibility was performed in a small Navy tender in Brooklyn, New York, in a Navy yard, and it was a success. No sailors on board, or there were no sailors on board, and all the power was externally supplied. And at that point, the Navy took over and classified the project as Project Rainbow. Roosevelt was super excited about the success of the project and asked them to perform invisibility on a battleship. Remember, at that time, mm. the United States was losing half their merchant ships going to the UK mm-hmm. and to the German U-boats. While waiting for the battleship to be modified, Ed and Duncan were assigned to the USS Pennsylvania, and they were scheduled to, to leave Pearl Harbor on December 5, 1941, and had their orders canceled because it was known that the Japanese would then bomb Pearl Harbor. Apparently, the brothers were deemed too valuable to put into harm's way. That's After harsh. the USS Eldridge, Ed married Mary Jane, bore one son, blah, 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 blah. Mary and Jane. He married Mary Jane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was he also bitten by a radioactive spider? <laughs> yeah. Was. Ed was transferred to Los Alamos National Laboratory in July 1944 to assist Dr. Teller and Dr. Van Neumann um, with the atomic bomb project. So, you know, oh, okay. uh, Ed Cameron then had access to secret files and learned time travel was already accidentally discovered in 1936 near the Bermuda Triangle by a Navy ship. Apparently, the ship had disappeared and reappeared two months later. His question on the project were met with response of, don't ask. While working on the hydrogen bomb project... <laughs> don't, don't ask, because we don't have no idea how this works. Everyone's favorite thing to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't ask, man. While working on the hydrogen bomb project, mm-hmm. Ed and Dr. Teller strongly disagreed with the viability of weaponizing fusion. Ed believed it to be unpredictable, and eventually this disagreement got Ed forcibly separated from his family in a one-way ticket to Washington, D.C. in 1947. He disagrees with that. Jeez. What doesn't disagree with time travel? Yeah. His next project was to be an observer in Mach 1 project for the Edwards Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked closely with Jack Ridley and got to know Chuck Yeager. And the project concluded, Ed and Jack decided to go into business together, and they formed a company in California called JRC Enterprises. Their company worked towards building the first ion propulsion engine. Mm, They received funding by the military and were ultimately successful in 1953 when the test was successful. Ed's father, Alexander, got involved and promised to fund the project to move into production. Something went wrong, and apparently this technology stepped on the toes of some other powerful groups. Yeah, that's always the case. Basically, Ed was removed from the premise system, was blocked from ever being allowed to work on it again. And Ed was then taken to Virginia, placed in a portal, and sent Alpha, and oh. sent to Alpha Centauri oh. 1 for several days to oh. be interrogated by aliens. <laughs> and was returned to the Pentagon after five days, or after five, several days. Whoa. And even though reporting it daily, Ed was never again given another assignment. Continually, continual uh, inquir- inquiry on Ed's part finally resulted in the plea of the Joint Chiefs. Their response was, there's nothing we can do, it is out of our hands. Ed was then taken back to Montauk on August 12, 1953, and physically regressed into Alphelic uh, in the year 1927. So they're like... So let's restart our story now, because Ed Cameron was physically wait, regressed I, into, into Al, Al in the year 1927. So Alphelic is now Ed Cameron. I need a whiteboard for what I just heard. I know. What the hell? I know. 
That's a, so that's that's a lot. So, so he was regressed, and he was regressed in order to like save him. Right? No, to he become knew, him. No, he, to become him. He knew too much, and right. they were tired of him asking questions. So they took all of him and his life from that point, and they squished it all up in a little ball, and they just shoved it into this kid's head. No, and that's why Al supposedly can recall and understand everything being said at nine months old. <laughs> oh, and because beyond. he's a completely, fully grown man mm-hmm. in an infant's body. That's like freaking writing. So. Yeah. The story's getting weird. It's like a weird Benjamin Button mental so, bullshit. Wait, 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 let's go back though a second, because like I like how Ed was a being second? sent. A second, a second. I need to go back to the beginning. I like how Ed was being being, being sent to Alpha Centauri. Right, just, just happens one day. To be walking interrogated. Outside. To be interrogated by aliens because he knew too much. Yeah, yeah, but then like he, then he's like tasking the Joint Chiefs of Staff, like yo, please help me. I'm being interrogated by aliens. You're like you're on your own, buddy. Hey, uh, you should have like, known, man. You should have known. I mean, I told you not to ask him. Also, wait, were they interrogating him because of the iron propulsion thing? Because we use that on missions now, like all the time. Well, so. yeah, that's why they were like, "Sorry, man, they want your ass." Like, you know that's why much. we gotta, we have to give them your ass in order to have the engine. <laughs> they, they use it on missions with people that don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah, asking questions? Don't I don't have to send questions. you into a fucking portal, Dan. That was yeah. You need to, you need to ask questions, or, or else how are you gonna upgrade the iron propulsion? It's really weak right now. All right, I'll let you get away with like three more questions. Three more questions. Three more questions. Are you an alien? You're you're a no, spokesperson. No, just ask your questions. You're you're an alien. You're making an assumption. Right. And it's you very can't weird. even. You a secret. You can't even. <laughs> what happened to the other kid? Two fingers. Are they prosthetics? I I hate them. That's you hate totally, them. That's a totally human thing to do. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. So aerodynamic. Yeah, totally. So they regressed him because he knew too much. Um, you know, I really, I, no, but I really wonder, like, I guess what's the reasoning there? Just like, no, I know, but like, wouldn't you just like kill him? No, because he was smart, and they still needed that. And they need that brain. He also had a family, and they would have started asking questions. Yeah, but even if he was gone, they'd still ask yeah. questions. How would you explain to the family? So, okay, look. We look, took your son, put him in another him. kid. Husband. Took your husband. Well, no, but he had parents, right? At some point. I um, mean, at that point, I think <laughs> I mean, his wife would have been more concerned. That's true, yeah. yeah. So we took your husband. We He's now in the body of this nine-year-old kid. A baby. Baby. Nine-month-year-old nine nine baby. So have fun. <laughs> <laughs> And we so, also threw him back in time. Because he was being abducted by aliens. They yeah. just take a picture of the baby. It's got the wedding ring on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the thing, though. Because then they, he, they would tell him this. And then just to another even plot just on the wife, he would then show a picture of the kid from 1947. He'd be like, look, this was your, this was your husband back then. Like, how did you do this? I have photos of that. Oh, you're shitty. No, you have one. Let's see. <laughs> There, there are photos of that. Nice on this it. website. Oh, I nice. Oh my god. Um, but we're, I'm not going to show you right now. Okay. Because I've got more to tell you. All right. Okay. So now he. Is, so he's in the nine month. We went body. through a little bit of Al's life. Okay. And then there's a bunch about Ed's life. Mm-hmm. Now you know Ed is Al, but Al is still his own person. He just also has some of Ed's memories. Okay. Now throughout this, um, during this story being told. 
Um, Al actually remembers a lot of this. And there are points where he's like, I'm not really sure why they did these things. Like, Al doesn't know why Ed had to leave his family. Like, they never really gave that information prior to him being abducted by aliens, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. Al thinks it had something to do with the Crisaldi research group and then decided to take it out on Ed because Black Ops soldiers removed him from the premises and took him to the Pentagon originally. Um, so, really, it is just a thing of, like, he knew too much. And mm-hmm. that's what Al thinks it is. But, like, again, they can't really pinpoint it too well. Mm-hmm. So, by the 1980s, he became involved with time travel experiments, and supposedly, I don't really understand how this quite calculates to time travel, mm-hmm. but they took him to Mars multiple times. Uh-huh. Well, because, like, well, like, you know, at 3 p.m. he was on Earth, and at 4 p.m. he was in Mars, so he time traveled for Technically, we're all time traveling, awesome. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but like how? Yeah, I don't know about that part. So but, you know. that's my main. So like that's the question. It's like okay, I understand in that sense. Sure, he's time traveling, but like how did they get to Mars? Yeah. He remembers that he took several trips with random teams to research stations in 1000 BC. <laughs> 1000 BC. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a lot ago. That's um, what is that? Three thousand. Three thousand years ago, almost. That's uh, one hell of a joke. He claims that he and some others would go to other planets nice. with canisters to Whippets. collect light and dark energy. Whippets. Oh my god. What? They just collected some yeah. light and dark energy yeah, in a canister. Nice. Do they also have a pet named Nibbler? <laughs> dark energy, not dark matter. Oh, oh my god. And light energy as well, too. Interesting. All right. Um, they also time traveled to the year sixty thirty seven, which means they totally oh, ignored our man Harambe coming back in forty seven seven. Oh yeah, it's true. No, he probably did come back. Wait, actually, yeah. What is this future? How does it look like? He just said. Oh, he just says he did. He just says he did. He didn't do anything. Maybe it was too good of a future. He just couldn't write it down. Harambe was like on the streets, still partying from his two thousand year old party. You know, been, he's supposed so to come back. You, you know about how he's coming back. No, right? they didn't listen to the episode. No, I know, but he's coming back though. Okay. In oh. forty what forty seven? Forty seven seventy two. Forty seven seventy two. We determined. God damn. You did yeah. the math on that. Uh, it was just like the. We tried. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> well, you know, but then the Mayans figured it out. So, so once Al decided <laughs> to go public with these extraordinary adventures, the government was like, no. <laughs> no. And they didn't even like call him crazy. They really just let him talk because nobody oh. believed him. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's a little out there. It's a little much. Just imagine, like, your friend just says, I went to 1637. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, what were you on? So, cool. what do you believes, want? I was on light energy. All right. He believes <laughs> that he wasn't harmed or stopped because his time traveling experiments. Uh, experiences locked him into this timeline somehow. By being here today, he and some others in the program served to balance out the effects that they produced during their time traveling experiments. Wait, wait, sorry. Say that last part one more time. They're supposed to balance out the effects? Yeah, you know how they always say like time travel is not a good thing to do yeah. because if you do anything in the past, it fucks up the future? Yeah, yeah. He's basically saying that the reason that they can't kill him 
is because he and some other people oh. who also did time travel are here in this time frame balancing out effects that they may have caused when they time traveled in the past. Mm. Mm. Okay, so he can't do that. I see. Then, so like the big brains at Washington figure this out. They're like, they drew like a line and they're like, we just take him out. They the line to, breaks and we can't do that anymore. They so have we can't a whiteboard. They, yeah. they have they a have whole a story. But then what happened when he died? Old age. I guess it's just how he was supposed to die. It's part of the timeline. Okay, so then that's why he couldn't be killed or silenced. So he just had free reign. I like how he didn't have any proof, though, that, you know, he <laughs> time traveled. He, like, he didn't go to, I don't know, like a big moment in history, like when Rome fell or whatever, I don't know. Like, brought back a little, like, paper. Like, hey, look, this is, yeah, this is, this was burned. I brought but, back Nero's fiddle. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. Something that can be dated. Right. Literally, all, just all of the soil. A rock. <laughs> a rock. <laughs> could be a rock. Al passed away October 10th, 2011 in Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, he no. was 84 years old and buried in a local cemetery. Mm-hmm. And his birth certificate is dated March 31st, 1927. But whether or not he was born on that date or, you know, ever, ever, depends <laughs> on Al's story and how much you're willing to believe. He has always maintained that his real identity was Edward Cameron, son of career naval officer, and had been regressed back in time into a nine-month-old baby in California, December 1927, where he was raised as Al. Okay, then. All right, Al. Sure. <laughs> Meth is a hell of a drug, kids. I wouldn't even go that far. I would just say the dude was 84. <laughs> and you know what? Like I got a story. Go out with a bang. Fuck it. You know, what are they going to do? Call you on it? No, but dead. Supposedly, he, like, didn't he tell a story that I was like, oh, shit. as per his own story, he was like, oh, they can't silence me. Because the timeline will get screwed you up. You can't kill yeah. me. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad <laughs> <laughs> And the timeline says so. I got the records. Well, I don't. I'm on the, on the other I got the receipts. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, 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 was, I did it. In the other world line, you know? Yeah. You know, in 60, 70. That it's one. a little far in the future. I, you know what? He's the one that called it. You know, you even know, Harambe didn't make it there. <laughs> you know, my only my only problems with these stories is that, like, right? There's always like the whole thing, like you know too much. Like, the, like there's like a group in the government, right? That right. I guess like supposedly knows out. everything. But like, do they also actively seek each other out? Like, if there's a group of five guys, right? They all also know too much. They know everything. It's so are they all like? Yeah. No, they have clearance. Yeah. They have clearance. Yeah. So there's like a literally how it works. There are some I'm, people that are allowed to know things, and there are some people that are not allowed to know things. You know, and then there's yeah. someone above them that, that makes more. the decision on what each clearance. And then there's means. someone about him. Technically, there is someone on the very tippy top that is allowed to know everything, but doesn't unless he has to. That's <laughs> so like, so okay. so there are levels of yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody has specific things that they're allowed to know. There's one guy on the tippy top yeah. that's allowed to know everything. He's allowed to but know. But to know everything that was going on in that immediate time would be really difficult. Like, there'd be thousands of documents. Oh, okay, yeah. And time. he does, okay, gotcha. So the only time that that guy ever has to be brought in is when there's an issue and someone knows too much, and he has to read up on whatever the 
situation is and determine whether or not that's something that's going to be detrimental for somebody knowing that shouldn't know about it or if they need to, like... Gotcha. Which is why we really pushed for that telepathic supercomputer god thing. That is true, yeah, the AI. So it's, like, unbiased. Yeah, yeah. Like, as I, unbiased I see possible. why that technology got pushed. Now I can tell that, yeah. They got tired of Because then everyone knows who that... Yeah, everyone knows that. If everyone knows everything, well, then no one needs to worry. It's great. Uh, I don't just think created. everybody knows everything at that point, though. Wow. There's still going to be passwords between those things. That's true. Only only the IT guys. Unless the, the AI people turn only, only the IT people truly know. I mean, isn't that usually how it goes? Well, don't tell them. The yeah. AI, the AI's password, what would you make it? You have to make it. Yeah. <laughs> password. <laughs> Everyone's just like it's some really complicated, like the whole thing. You, like the, okay, the keyboards okay, of the okay. future have all these like dongles and stuff, right? Uh-huh. It's just like this right. jet engine, like setup. So I'll tell I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell, I'll tell you I'll tell you what you do. Honestly, uh-huh. this is the honest answer. Here. Okay. Name it something that you will remember. Butts. I'm gonna call it butts. But I'm gonna do it butts 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 like thirty times in a row, and I'm gonna like. Put like umlauts on the U's and like fives oh, on God. the S's. And the reason I do that is because you can't brute force that shit for like eons. Like the sun will die before you can brute force but what that if, shit. Okay, but what if you tell the AI, if you were to, if someone were to put a password in there, can you run the algorithm to crack your own password? You could try. Exactly. You so can then. try. And chances are that computer, that strength will probably do it. But then I would just do that instead of 30 times like. 300 times. I see. So it can't even access itself. But then the fun fact that Kelly will keep hidden from all of the public would be the fact that he has a notepad open <laughs> yeah, he's somewhere just on like, his computer where he can copy and paste it. Don't <laughs> save your shit in a text file, people. <laughs> the, the, the AI is just key logging yourself itself. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, I know the password. Oh, shit, I played myself. Butts, 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 butts. Do you know how many fucking people do that shit? Yes. Butts, like, butts, butts. No, <laughs> they use like notepad or sticky notes to like put Save their, their passwords. passwords like on their desktop. Yeah. yeah. Like... Sir. I'm two IT professionals. Don't do that. Don't do that. Especially if you know someone has to look at your computer. Why would you do that? And then they're like, how do you know? Well, you lived me? it. I don't need to know. <laughs> I've lived it. I've lived your password. I've lived that experience. Oh, I see. I've watched people get fired for that shit. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I assume it's a lot of sensitive information. Yeah, I've had people ask me to write passwords for them. Mm-hmm. What is password? No. Like, Why not? create a password. <laughs> create a password and and they're like, can you just make it for me? And I'm like, no, because no. then I'd know your password. And they're like, you're not going to use it. And I'm like, how do you know? Bitch, I might now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't even know if you called the right service desk. Yeah, right? Dude, like, like you don't know. That's true. Yeah. See, I'll walk you through the self service, man. This is why we need a uh, AI. It won't make these mistakes. We just keep it in his little AI brain. AI will save your information. Yeah, because exactly. it records every conversation. So if some dumbass puts their password into it, that means the AI would have that information. Anybody that has information in the background of the AI would have that information. Yeah, no, but, like, the AI in the future would, like, right, this AI, this super AI, supposedly. It's look, still written by humans. To, look, one day. Well, well, we can't actually, we don't know how machine learning algorithms, like, the code inside, we don't know how to read it. They, get, all, they get really fucking complicated. Yeah. It's like, if, if it's already complicated now, I'm sure they'll be able to do it. What, what I think, 700 years is a lot of time. What I think <laughs> will happen before, like, AI runs our shit is literally we will turn into cyborgs before that shit happens. 
I'm down. Oh, I would. I I could do that. Yeah, like I would literally just go like, you know what? Google it. You're in kings of the world, queens of the world. Would you? Would you get cyborg again? Yes, yes. absolutely. I want to live long enough to live forever. You, That's you my would goal. get detachable balls. Yes. They're they're already detached, they're like but he would just love the that. They yeah. just like free float. Yeah, yeah. Or they're little. Oh, and you or, take or, them off, and they're those little clacker magnets. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Would you, he would color you? Would you color them? Would I color them? Yeah. Hell yes. I would have like what color? Any any LEDs. Any any oh, LEDs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know what else you could do? Like, what is that little toy that like you know? It's like the guy with the beard or the hair. The little magnet thing. Yeah. Scruffy Joe, you could have that. Scruffy Willy Wally. Yeah. Oh, I see. Wooly Wally. Wooly Wally, okay. Yeah, you could have a Wooly Wally for your, you know, detachable balls. Yeah. That'd be be awesome. (laughs) And then, like, it would be really funny because that would be in, like, like, media and, like, movies and stuff. So then, like, when the character goes out to, like, the other room and suddenly you hear, like, the clacking noise. It's like, oh, Kelly's playing with his balls again. (laughs) Oh, that guy. However, it sounds. Fun fact: They just implant like a tiny little vibrator right in like your gooch. So every time you throw the balls, it in vibrates. In the gooch. <laughs> I like I like that word. Give a little shock. I like the gooch. <laughs> Sir, you're upgrading your gooch to version three. Are you sure? <laughs> just a whisper in your ear. Would you yes. like to download gooch three point one? I think I would actually. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like please don't make that please don't make that tone. We call that a performance enhancement. You know, really, it's going to suck if to upgrade, you have to, like, do two buttons at one time. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, the soft reset. You have to, like, fucking do your nose. And it, like, won't stop vibrating. Yes! Stop! Uh, stop. <laughs> Sir, you're at a Wendy's. I know, man. I don't want to do this either, okay? Sir, this is a Wendy's. They give you... Well, because you would just probably, like, in order to reset it, it'd probably be, like, a, like a device that, like, puts a little emp... Little, little imp, imp on it, yeah, yeah, little yeah. Imp. yeah. And so they're just like, "Can you, can you give me the imp, please?" To the Denny's, <laughs> the Denny's waiter. Like, oh, sure, I got one for you. <sighs> so much better. <laughs> so much better. It's like, but then, but then it's like, that's a true Samaritan right there. They haven't gone to the point where batteries last forever yet, though. So yeah. you have like a like a wireless charging pad. You just have to like sit on it sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> it's in your gooch. <laughs> Wait until that becomes fashionable, though. Like, I'm really looking like forward really, to, like, like, Hollywood level celebrities having, like, this little path that they just bust out. And like, it's like a squatty potty. Right. Yeah, yeah but, but wait until that's just, like, put into every seat. So you don't know if, like, yeah. the seat, like, they just don't even put that, like, induction seats or anything, right? This is, like, years afterwards. So, like, you've solved the problem, right? It's not vibrating anymore. And you go to Denny's and suddenly, over time, it slowly starts charging. It starts, like, vibrating. Faster and faster. Charger and it like lights up to let you know that it accepted the charge. A little doo doo. Yeah, so it's like it just like does like a really strong like to let you know that little like the charger. And that's just a feature you have to accept because like you obviously have to be knowing that you're charging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh god, there's also another problem being kind of forgotten here is if you have like magnetic kind of free floating metal balls hanging in your gooch in between. Yeah, like. You go to sit on any kind of hard surface, just get, it's just gonna be like clunk. And you like, yeah, like, and like they're still detachable, right? So like, really, it's on you because you forgot that you had your fucking metal balls hanging down. Yeah. And like, you're just like, oh, fuck, sorry guys, hold on. And you're just like, no, but what? What are they getting? Sitting on and one of them like de like magnetizes from the other one. It goes roll away. Jesus. 
fucking pigeon eats it because they eat everything. They would not eat how your. How small is it? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Like, how so small do you want them? I mean, I would assume they'd be ball size. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Pigeons not gonna eat that. That's a walnut. Well, what kind of pigeons are we working with? Are they cyborg pigeons now? Oh, uh, sure, yeah. No, they eat anything. They're not That's even not real. <laughs> yeah, they're all listening <laughs> devices, yeah. Oh, my That's God. Right. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. I'm waiting for that charging controversy. We can't even have breastfeeding in public without people having a fucking tidbit. Like, fucking imagine someone, like, initially starting <laughs> that, like, you know, charge. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they start doing it in public, and they're like, you can't do that Yeah, you here. can't charge your balls in public. There are kids here. <laughs> Dare you, <laughs> sir? I have to charge. Everyone has to do it now. But that's the thing. What are these even used for? Like, what do these 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 balls have? Like, purely aesthetic. They're purely aesthetic, so it's not even no point. But like, point. they're all part of like the same like cybernetic organism and whatnot, right? Yeah. So like, you know, if you charge yourself, you're charging everything, balls included. Oh, like, so the balls are the that. charging port. You just have to like, whatever your port is, you know. You have to assume that in this future, it's a perfect future. You don't need your balls for actual reasons, right? Aside from like aesthetically pleasing anything. Oh, let's listen. But like, up. what would happen in this future <laughs> is I would assume that once everybody hits maturity, everything that's needed in order to procreate and everything could just be extracted. And then you wouldn't necessarily need to go to all the cities of like actual pregnancy. The suck. The medical suck. And then whenever you decide that you actually do want to have children, <laughs> I'll just the put AI it back. Can determine whether or not your genetics actually should be passed on. And then you can match them together with whoever you'd like. And make to do test tube with. babies. But you obviously have mm-hmm. to pass a certain amount of like testing and rigmarole and make sure that the genetics are gonna work out well enough. And then of course there's always gonna be like the uh, CRISPR, what is it? Oh, I'm sure that will be yeah. Uh just because it's an advanced technology doesn't mean that the racist people are gonna be gone. That's right. right. Yeah. But like there's gonna be people that wanna change Oh my god, if anything, we could not let those people that love like grabbing their dog's balls and like talking about how big they are. We can't let those people, <laughs> we, cannot, we can't let those people near this technology. I need you to have you, slow have you not the seen, fuck Have you down. not seen that on YouTube? What did you just no, say? What are you watching? <laughs> what are you saying? So there's a whole community of people on YouTube. Get out of the community. <laughs> no, I'm not in that community. Stop subbing to the it's subreddit. Like, no, it's all these like weird old guys that are like, What are look, you doing to make you? recommend this to you no it's you found it it's like the wrong side of youtube right <laughs> yeah what are you watching oh today? shit the way wrong side <laughs> from the wrong side of youtube so is i like how you guys are dogging me these people these people upload these videos this you can see it you can, you what can find are you it doing? Like, i'm okay with like not seeing most okay of what? Things, but okay. like that's like what there was there was this video there's a show that was called the wrong side of youtube there's a show called The Wrong Set of YouTube, and it specifically found these types of videos, right? And it's weird because all these people, it's like a little, little community where they just love showing off the dog's balls. Like, and they, they're like, look at those fucking honkers right there. And then, like, they grab them, and they're like, these are nice balls. You're Ew. stressing me the yeah. fuck out, Daniel. <laughs> You're really stressing so, me out. So what I was trying to say is we can't let these people. I agree. <laughs> Especially when uh, CRISPR and everything becomes a lot more, because right, they're going to be like, all right, you know, instead of like for the good of humanity, be like, let's make sure these dogs have like big balls. I feel like Disgust. the person on the Senate floor that you would present that bill to, like, you know, like, okay, I want to talk about a real issue. There's this community. <laughs> There's this community. That is infatuated with their 
your dog's balls. And then I would show them like these dozens of videos of all these weirdos. Like, and as a public servant, I have to fucking watch every single one of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it would be on C-SPAN. I'll just oh, be like, a wild day on season. Yep. I'm just like, yep, that's <laughs> weird. Watched all year. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's like a 10,000 people watching it live. Yep. And like everyone on the Senate floor has to be professional, but they're also watching people fondle their dog's balls. Yeah, it's really, it's really weird. Yeah, was, they agree. And they all fucking agree unanimously that maybe we should. No, but there's that one. There's that one representative that's like, oh, she's super I, into it. I gotta he's like, like oh, fuck. he's like, I gotta, gotta private go my, my account. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, let's think about the people's rights, right? He's trying to filibuster before they get to his channel. He's like, but those <laughs> balls are nice, sir. <laughs> In their defense, it is a handful. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's, you know, CRISPR cannot be put into the wrong hands. That's all. Have you ever seen that movie, Van Wilder? No. Ryan that sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah. Baby Ryan Reynolds. Yes. There's a bulldog in that movie. Oh, oh fuck. And they call him Beefy, I think, if I remember right. <laughs> Beefy. And <Yeah. laughs> there's a point where they're fucking around with a... Uh, no, don't say those words. <laughs> with Beefy. They're <laughs> fucking around Please with no. a rat group. Okay. And, uh, okay. They're like, these guys are total douchebags. And so they make them a batch of eclairs. Okay. <laughs> and it goes from beefy having these like massive huge balls to having like raisins. Oh. <laughs> and they give the eclairs to the frat guys. Oh, dude. It's and then it's like a two minute long scene where it's like way too ASMR of them just like. <laughs> oh, it's like monkey bang. <laughs> I haven't seen and then that. They get to the bottom of the eclairs and there's. It's like a pile. There's like a puddle. Of the mm. dog fucking oh the I haven't seen that movie since fucking middle school. Ugh. And I you clearly there don't. There was a reason I blocked out I've most of it. I've never seen this clearly don't remember this masterpiece. Oh my god. So that's going to be our next movie. Yeah. The movie is so funny though, actually. It's really good, but god, I fucking blocked that shit out. 10 oh, out of 10 God. would recommend to everyone. Ryan Reynolds does a naked run race. It's great. Mm-hmm. Is this before or after the Inclair scene? Before. <laughs> so then I'm ready. By the time I get to the like, Eclairs, yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Eclairs is kind of like maybe like two-thirds of the game. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Let's give this an extra second then I'll tell you guys my last story. Now, this one is listed as a story, but it does have some truth to it, supposedly. Um, so I'll just read the story, and then we'll talk about the realness to it. Uh, <laughs> it starts like this. Okay. Now, this is a story all about... No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Legends no. are lessons. So one day at harvest time, according to William of Newburgh, during the, king, during the reign of King Stephen in 1135, um, the villagers of Wolf Pit discovered two children, a brother and a sister, beside one of the wolf pits that gave the village its name. Their skin was an eerie green, and they spoke an unknown language, and their clothing was unfamiliar. Ralph reports that the children were taken from the home of Richard Duquesne. Ralph and William agreed that the pair refused, to, refused all food for several days until they came across some raw broad beans, which they consumed eagerly. The children gradually adapted to normal food and lost their green color over time. 
The boy, who appeared to be younger of the two, became sickly and died shortly after he and his sister were baptized. Of course. Nice. After learning to speak <laughs> English, the children, Ralph says, just the surviving girl, explained that they came from a land where the sun never shone and the light was like twilight. William says that the sun. Uh, William says that the children called their home Saint Martin's Land. Ralph adds that everything there was green. According to William, the children were unable to account for their arrival. To account for their arrival in Woolpit, they had been herding their father's cattle when they heard a loud noise, and suddenly found themselves in Woolpit, where they were found by Ralph and, and uh, William. Mm. Um, Ralph says that they had become lost when they followed the cattle into a cave, and after being guided by the sound of bells, eventually emerged onto the village. According to Ralph, the girl was employed for many years as a servant to Richard Duquesne's household, where she was considered to be very wanton and impudent. What? Who does that mean? Wanton? 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 Oh, wanton. Yeah. Like, uh, and It's 11.35 speak. Oh. I don't care. And William says that she Snooty. eventually married a man from Kingland, 40 miles from Woolpit, where she was still living shortly before he wrote. Based on the research, Richard Duquesne's family history... The astronomer and writer Duncan Lunan has concluded that the girl was given the name Agnes, and she married a royal official named Richard Fair. Interesting. Why do they have wolf pits? Wolf pits are deep pits dug into the ground or built from stone in order to trap animals. They've been using these since the Stone Age. Oh, interesting. They are used for uh, hunting elk, reindeer, wolves, and bears. So, like, if you ever watch kind of, like, Renaissance movies and you see people randomly fall into holes and pits and stuff, that's what that is. Just a cautionary infrastructure, apparently. It's just pits. I mean, it's not right. It's like a mini-mo. A little bit. Mini-mo. Just, like, fall in. So they're just, like, randomly herding cow one day. And And then they fall into a but in a different time or whatever. The wolf pit, yeah. St. Martin's Land. I mean, that just sounds like... Oh, St. Martin's Land. So... Being green. Saint. (laughs) (laughs) So, some people state that that the children may have been pygmies. Oh, yeah. Could could be, yeah. And he says this because he once encountered two that led him through an underground passage into a beautiful land with fields and rivers, but not lit by the full light of the sun. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, it was believable well. to that point. <laughs> uh, some not lit, oh, so underground. Just, yeah, some people okay. think that they are just inhabitants of a lower world that mortals visit to continue to, like, sleep, basically. Gnomes. They're like gnomes, they're, they're um, big gnomes. There are people that believe that they are green spirits and they are sinless. But then how are they like serving? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, pygmy people did exist. They were, didn't they live in like... Australia. Yeah, Australia, yeah. That's probably different than what they're referring to. Though. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And they weren't, and they weren't green. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. So St. Martin is the patron saint of social justice, racial harmony, and mixed race people. Is that a current thing or an old thing? Because Martin of Tours, the third bishop of Tours, he is a French one. Uh, 397 is when he died. 
He's from Hungary and died in France. Oh, look at that. He's attributed by a man on horseback sharing his cloak with a beggar, a man cutting his cloak in half, a globe of fire, and a goose. A goose? A goose. Did he, did he ever own any land? Mm, I don't think so. Is he walk? Well, he was a bishop, so he probably was pretty wealthy. That's the end of his life there. They came from... But he's always been the patron saint of people of mixed race, innkeepers, barbers, and public home workers. So yes, that is And she's cool. There we go. He's from Peru. Oh, yeah. Like, Wait. This it's... one's from Peru. There's a different one. Oh, there's, okay, there's two, because the other one was from Hungary. <laughs> How many are there? <laughs> the one from Hungary is, like, against poverty and alcoholism, I guess. The one from Peru is the mixed race innkeepers, barbers, blah, blah, blah. And the when, when was he born? 15, are you, it doesn't say when he was, oh, no, born 1579. Okay, so it couldn't be him. It was He's, the other one, the Hungary one. Hungary. St. Martin's Land. Yeah. So wait, so they supposedly time traveled. Okay. So yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Don't jump ahead, Daniel. Oh, okay, gotcha. Let's go. Sorry, I had to know. You just got there. Other commentators have suggested that the children may have been aliens or inhabitants of the world beneath the Earth. In a 1996 article published in a magazine, Analog, astronomer Duncan Lunan hypothesized that the children were accidentally transported to Woolpit from their home planet as a result of a pattern transmitter malfunction. Lunan suggested that the planet from which the children were expelled may be trapped in a synchronous orbit around the sun, presenting the conditions for life only in a narrow twilight zone. Like the, all those like theories, like oh, they just come from another planet. Is it like, I mean, did we come from them? Or did they come from us? Like the humans, the human. How are they humanoid? How are the they chicken before the egg? Yeah. How are they perfect humans? But they're just green. Yeah. Also, green people wouldn't turn green if they just like consume pure chlorophyll, which is like the thing that makes plants. Well, there are green. actually illnesses which is also brought up here. Oh, there are. Um, that say. I can only think of jaundice, but that's yellow. Turns out yellow. (laughs) The gangrene gang. (laughs) That's the first documented case of green people. Oh my god. Oh man. I'm so shocked. Their leader is Kermit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I the, the the planet thing. I assume like if one side is permanently. In dark and one size permanent light, like, it would be a tidally blocked planet. So, like a secret disorder. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That, that, oh, that side that's in light is like on fire, and that side oh, that's yeah. in dark is like ice cold. Ice cold. But then that means that would imply that they never moved if they're just in a constant twilight. Maybe they were in like the, oh, they were in like the border of the rim. So, many Flemish immigrants arrived in eastern England during the 12th century and they were uh, persecuted by Henry II. As he became king, 
A large number of them were killed near a certain area, fought between Henry, Paul Harris, um, They may have fled ultimately into the wool pit, disoriented, bewildered, and dressed in unfamiliar Flemish clothing. The children would have presented a very strange spectacle to wool pit villagers. The children's color could be explained by green sickness, mm. which is a result of dietary deficiency. Okay. It is called uh, hypochronic anemia. It is a generic, a huh. generic term for a type of anemia at which the red blood cells are paler than normal and uh, has a bioconcave disc shape and will have an area of parlor in its center when viewed microscopically. And hmm. essentially that can give you a green tinge. Interesting. So it's kind of like when you get sick yeah. um, and like someone's going to throw up and you can turn pale and sometimes someone mm-hmm. will be like, you look kind of green. Mm-hmm. It's similar to that, but it would just be a long-term effect of a dietary deficiency, which is also why after eating proper food and not just yeah. uncooked beans, they lost that because they had better nutrition. I but see. The younger one clearly probably didn't have yeah. an immune system well enough to actually keep it going, and that's why he passed on. Back to his plan. Yeah, that's his plan. Wow. It's like three That's fine. Beat me up, Scotty. That was my third and final story. <laughs> so if you in a wolf pit, what story would you come up with? Or how you got there? I mean, how far away from home? Was I? Did I fall outside of the end of the wolf pit, like outside my grandma's barn? No, like, you were like six hundred miles away, just like these kids, probably Flemish, uh, Flemish refugees. Flemish refugees. That's uh, one of the theories. Six hundred miles from where? From the wolf pit. Okay, let's. Okay, fine. We'll give you actual places. Uh, it's in Maryland. You fall into a wolf pit there, right? Because we clearly have those everywhere. Obviously. And you come from Iowa. Uh-huh. All right. So then the people get you. You have no ID, no identification, everything. You have a chance to just come up with a random story. What random story would you come up with? <laughs> you are a travel traveler. You probably pretend to know nothing. Uh huh. You know, just like let someone. You're also suspiciously like orange. Orange. Yeah. Am I jaundiced? No, no. They're no, like. You're just from there we go. Ate too much mac and cheese and carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're orange. Okay, you you are you're red. Your whole skin is just like crimson red. Okay, I'm just sunburnt. horribly sunburned. <laughs> yeah, like I've drawn on myself with a red marker. I'm I'm on board so far. They like they hand you rubbing alcohol. Okay, wow, that's really advanced for this time and age. I feel okay. Magic. And right. then boom, they say we're in 1647. Jesus Christ, are we? <laughs> Shit. They're like, nah, just joking. We're in 2137. Holy shit. <laughs> and you're still using rubbing alcohol? That's really unadvanced really message. Okay. It's very good. Can't just it. like, and you're Yeah, sanitized. like, do I have to rub aloe vera? Can I go to like a hospital or something? That was banned in every country. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <sighs> well, yeah. I, All right, I, we'll come back to you later. <laughs> and then you, you're purple. <laughs> in the wolf pit. What's the story you come Ma'am, where have you come from? What's the time? They say it's uh, it's 1952. Say so you're from Connecticut. <laughs> That'll get you anywhere. Nobody knows where actual Connecticut is. Not in America. Well, like it's somewhere around America. here. I think no, tell them where Ohio is. That's true. <laughs> 
There we go. She's from Canada. Awesome. You're like, oh, okay. I would also accept Wyoming. Yeah, but like Canada, they're not going to ask as many questions. Where like with Wyoming, they'd probably be like. That's still a state. They can try to find you. Yeah, they'd be like, we're going to call the deputies there. Right. <laughs> and I'll be like, how? How do In you the know 50s? their number? It's the In 50s? the 50s? They had phone books. Yeah, I know, but like just people actually knowing. I mean, police up. stations can call other police like, stations. Like, I personally keep forgetting Wyoming is a thing. Like, that's my, Most that's, that's my business. Most people do. That's like, fair. yeah, that's where I'm at. The like, square if you state? from Wyoming, I would just go, oh, for sure. Or, uh, I mean, Ohio. Or Ohio. In time, yeah. you also have to realize, like, there was a lot less going on, so knowing states and stuff was probably a lot more interesting. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. I so mean, you would probably know Wyoming. I doubt it. <laughs> you still wouldn't. You would well, know all the other ones. There was a lot in the fifties. There was a lot of TV and stuff that was just starting to go out, and like radio shows and stuff about cowboys. So I think Wyoming actually might have been a little bit more popular at that point in time because we do have a lot of pop- well, we have a lot of popular cowboy lore out there. Yeehaw! Okay, I'll accept that. Yeehaw! E and I cannot emphasize this next part enough. Ha! Huh. But yeah, I would probably just say I was from Canada and I was suffering from like snow. Snow blindness. They're like, they're like, oh, let me Google that. What? Oh, oh, you I just played yourself. They'd be like, what the fuck is a Google? Tell us, tell us, commie. You tell us, you dirty commie. <laughs> Recite the. That's what they would tell right you because you're red. That's right. Yeah, I it's am true. Red. Yeah, you yeah. Fucked. That's what the commies did to me. Can you believe it? There I you can. go. Well, they even have commies in Near that time. Near When was the Red Scare? Something. Around there? Uh, 2160? Yeah, 21. Yeah. The Red Scare. The Red Scare Part 2. <laughs> part 2? The Revenge. It's scarier. <laughs> it's scary. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> McCarthy comes back. He's like, oh shit, guys. Red people are everywhere. I fucking told you. I told you, dude. Come Recite the fucking Pledge of Allegiance right now. That you can't. Sing God uh, Bless America. Right now, can't miss a single note. Like, is jinxing himself? But you can't. But you can't. But you can't. He just carries a wood table around with him everywhere, specifically for that. He's like, and then you pull it back on him. You recite it. And like, he's like, uh, uh, oh god. And he turns red. That's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's just like freedom, eagles, dicks. Daniel only has fifteen more minutes before he has to leave, oh, yeah, so yeah. we gotta oh. wrap up our questions, comments, and concerns. That's my line. So far, I'm a, I'm still of the mindset that the first guy just brain damaged. Just yeah, I would say yeah. the second guy probably just old, probably didn't give a fuck, or he was senile. And those kids severely malnourished. Like yeah, uh, that's where I'm at with this. I mean, probably you don't believe down. anything about Al's story, even though he's I'm sure they. I'm totally sure. Right about I'm know? sure like the first <laughs> and the last really believed it, especially if they were in sorts. But the last guy. Unless he was senile, like, yeah, 2005, I'm completely wrong. Maybe he's the one that stopped it. <laughs> That's true. He it was saw another, it, and then he stopped it. That was another world line. Got you there. Sure. Why not? <laughs> but he did let 9-11 still happen. Yeah, so, like, so like you, know, just, you, you yeah. win some, you, you lose some. <laughs> yeah, like, I Maybe did. in 100 years it just won't be as important. Like, I'm like, sorry, yeah. if he's right, great for him. Unfortunately, it doesn't pass for me. He's going to have to take it back to the drawing board. You got one out of six wrong. That's a fail. Well, that's a fail. <laughs> this is a pass or fail that's class. A fail. It's a pass or fail, that's man. That's a fail. That's a fail. 
that's a fail. Every failure is also, another step. Backwards. Also, also, he couldn't give us any information about like the 60, 70 or whichever one it was exactly. Oh, so, the oh yeah, yeah. When he went he to sixty seven, give us any info about that. No. He was just like, oh yeah, I went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it was a cool place. And, like he threw out, he was thrown off by the credits. Right. That yeah. was not a money not system, but it's obviously a money system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So yeah, like, yeah. oh, cash doesn't exist. Yeah. Money doesn't exist. It's not very cash money of you. <laughs> it's not very cash. Money. <laughs> they said that to him. They're like, wait, God. <laughs> you know, I feel like this is the guy that like got stuck at like Starbucks because he couldn't figure out how to use credits, being the new money. And yeah, everybody just actually, like that's probably what happened. What? Whatever, just take Let's it, go. get out of my fucking store. That's probably what like, happened. Wow, like, I don't need money anymore. Yeah, exactly. The world leaders and are like, went, people were just like, just fuck off, take it. I don't care. Like, it's like going to Canada with pennies. That's yeah. right. The world, the world <laughs> leaders like identified him, or like the AI identified him. They were like, oh, this is a primitive man. What the heck? And they gave him like a million credits or something like that. What? And and he's like, what? What the fuck? What is this? And he I has like some like money. yeah, he has like some transparent holographic credit card cards. or something. He's like, uh, and then they're just like, yeah, just here. you're you're famous, right? Or it's all in their mind, right? So right. So he's just like he doesn't know he's actually transacting it. Yeah. Because like a receipt comes out of his out of his ass. Yeah. Out of his charging port. Out of his charging port. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He okay. did. He also got like the implant, the the induction. So right. Like every time he sits down, he just starts vibrating. Everyone's wondering why he hasn't taken his balls off first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, any other questions? Always, but I don't know if we have time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Jelly. And I'm Daniel. And we're the Boo Boys. Go ahead and make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. We are the most active on Instagram. If you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, make sure you drop us a DM or email us. And we'll go ahead and get back to you in three to seven business days. Have a great night. Bye. 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 Bye, Bye y'all. Bye, Bye now. Bye now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.